0: Okay, Warriors, you are listening to Unqualified Therapists. Remember, stay wild and weird.
1: Hey, Warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. i yeah. To another episode of the Unqualified Therapist. Nothing. Ooh, ooh. I'm just every time Sarah waiting for it. <laughs> I mean, I know. you know, it's like right after Thanksgiving. I'm not sure anybody has a ooh ooh in them.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> I was hoping. I'm just thrown off because I can still see your face, but we're not sitting across from each other. I know. And it's weird.
1: It's really weird. I don't like it at all.
0: I don't either. Soon but you know what Ah. at least we have this
1: as an option yeah for when um, i I move to hawaii
0: Um, i'm moving (laughs) to hawaii too so don't even worry about it i'll be right there
1: (laughs) i was okay so i do
0: i was just trying to think of the most like ridiculous thing that i want to happen but you know anyways but um it can happen okay i was watching tiny house something i don't know one of the many tiny house shows, and there were these people that bought tiny homes in Hawaii. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Because I keep saying to myself, could I live in a tiny house with my kids? No, they need their and own tiny say, home. If I were in Hawaii, though, and the beach was right there, I could live in a tiny house with my kids. I could do it. wish y'all could see my face. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> we would have to test that out a little bit. And yeah, maybe do like a
0: month-long
1: trip. Yeah, give that a go for a little while before we commit fully. I I don't know. <laughs> Let's figure out the logistics of how to make that work. I know, right? So anyways, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever glorious place we decide to go visit, we can now do this away yeah. from each other. But that's not like how we want to do it.
0: No, it's not. And, you know, but we do need to find that place that makes us feel restful and peaceful inside. Lord,
1: do we? (laughs) So, okay. So here's the deal. We're doing the topic of rest. And I said to Sarah, I was like, you think that's a good idea? Because um, I'm pretty much like at wit's end right now. Like antithesis of rest. I said, that makes me a little bit of a hypocrite, right? And she said, No. said, no. no, we need to learn. No. And I learned a lot from my research. I will say this. Yeah. I learned a ton. I, I feel like I understand a little bit more why I never feel rested ever me too. Uh, from, from what I read and what I looked and I watched some videos and all of that. So we're going to share that with you. Um, yes. we are, you know, rest has always been a tricky thing for me. I only rest in the summer before children and now I don't rest really ever even on this sabbatical it's not been restful as I had hoped because I've been working so hard on myself but the idea is finding blocks of time to rest oh yes no. uh-oh yeah absolutely what sorry you went away and then I went away oh no but we're back if you want to write we're back do you want to write that time down yeah so, I have the definition. Do you? I don't. Give it to me. All right. So, to rest means to relax into something and let it support you.
0: Ooh. Right? I like that. Yeah. I, I like that it. on a metaphorical, like, realm. It's so interesting
1: because I think of two things I think of Shavasana. Mm, which is yeah. like when in yoga at the end of class, for those of you that aren't like familiar, you lay down and you, you know, I always tell the people taking class is like to really let the earth support you, like fall into it, rest into it. Yeah. Let your body like, I don't know, like don't hold it up. So let it go.
0: Right. And and I have to say, so we both teach yoga and there have been times in my class, I had a, I had a student who was really consistent. Um, and every single class, At the end of class in Shavasana, I could see the tension. I could see her holding her legs tight and taut, like pointing her toes and like (laughs) clenching her fists. And so I would try to, And just to be clear, I would always ask people if it was okay if I touched them at all during classes. But I would try to like put my hands on her shoulders when I would, you know, walk around and just get, give her that permission to release and to rest and to relax. And I would have to like lean down and whisper like, yeah, oh, release. it's okay. Release. Yeah. Take a breath. Yeah. And I could watch her whole body kind of re- like melt into the mat again and, and let that rest happen. It's something I think it's, we are, we fight it. We fight we it a lot. We fight
1: it. And that is definitely something that I wanted to talk about before I get into that. The second place that, Um, it made me think about was something I just talked with my therapist. We record on Tuesdays. I have therapy Tuesday (laughs) morning. It's
0: helpful. We get some qualified stuff on here.
1: So we were talking about nurturing and she asked me to envision like a scene of something that's nurturing. And I, I really, I really can't stand when she, when we have to do this whole, like, I don't know, like free association thing. I know it's good for me, so I do it. Um, But the first thing that came to me was the ocean. And she was talking to me about how the ocean holds me and it like envelops me and it lets me like just fall into it in the same way a bath does or a shower, water, right? right? So that's another place that like I find to be restful. And that's why, because again, it's supporting you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So really silly, silly background. Uh, The word comes from a German word called Rasta. Rasta. And it means I
0: like that sounds like I know
1: it means a league of miles. So basically, like if you walked
0: that far, you would need a rest. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Silly little side note in case Jeopardy ever asks you. (laughs) Oh, no, nobody wants me on Jeopardy. Me neither. That's that's a bad. Yeah, a a bad. um, Maybe maybe like a little uh,
1: trivial pursuit game or something at the home.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm good at those. Yeah, sometimes.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, now you know what ros- rest means. It means Rasta. Yeah. So anyways, that was um, what the whole word means. And you were talking about how we fight it. Yeah, we do. And so
0: and it is no bueno because it can do very, very bad things to our minds and our bodies. And that was something that I got kind of um, sucked in. Do we want to hear about what it can do to us and then learn how to, how to do it so that we don't have these bad things happen? Yeah. Let's start on the
1: negative end on the positive. (laughs) How about that? Yes. Let's do that, please. Um, Before she jumps in, I told her that my one thing that went along with that is that 70% of doctor visits are related to stress, which Mm. can only be um,
0: offset by rest. Just saying. very, oh, all right. very, very true. Give it to me, Sarah. All right. So here it is. Um, well, I just wanted to put out there too, that I feel like there's this perception of rest as being lazy or that we're quitting or that we're not putting in enough effort. And there's this like whole um, culture around hustling. And I really hope that that hustle hustle mindset kind of <laughs> winds down and goes away because it's driving me up a freaking wall. Have you um, noticed
1: though how myself included we all said we were going to give it up during quarantine and then how yes. easily we slip back to it. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, and and one of the things that I was reading is that it's because we worry that if we rest our lives are then going to spin out of control.
0: Right. And that we're going to have to make up all of the stuff that we didn't do while we were resting. Exactly. And But the thing is though, is that you're going to have to rest at some point or your body's just going to give out and you're going to get sick and your body and your mind are going to make you rest. So it's better to do it every single day so that it doesn't knock you down or take you out of the game completely because that also is a huge reason um, for heart attacks. Yeah. Um, which I'll talk about. So in my research, um, I found Cleveland Clinic gave, here, here are just some of the things that can happen if you do not have proper um, physical rest and mental and emotional rest. High blood pressure, diabetes, heart attack, heart failure, stroke, obesity, depression, impaired immunity, low sex drive. Those are just some of the things. That sounds like an awesome life. Yes. Really cool, yeah. Um, <laughs> like not at all. No. So that's from Cleveland Clinic too, guys. So these are some these are some uh, smart peeps. Now I did read an article on Business Insider written by Matthew Walker, who is a neuroscience and psychology professor at the University of California in Berkeley. He also wrote a book called Why We Sleep. Hmm. And he talks about how lack of sleep can prevent your brain um, from being able to make new memories. So it's almost though so without sleep that your inbox shuts down and you can't commit new experiences to memories. Wow. So new incoming information are just bounced like, they're, like emails, like if your inbox is full. <laughs> so that information just bounces and you end up feeling as though you're an amnesiac and you can't uh, essentially make and create new memories. I've been there, you guys, and I thought I was like losing it. Like I thought there was something like not right, and, and the thing that not was not right is that I wasn't getting enough rest. But
1: do you think that it's what has to do with our recent forgetfulness? And by recent, I mean last year, all year, <laughs> <laughs> this and this whole year. Like I met like twelve. Yeah, this past year. Yeah, not. Uh-huh. I, I've mm-hmm. had no memory. Okay, awesome. There it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so. This is what this is like. Really, it was a smack in the face for me, and is going to make me commit to more rest. Uh, a lack of sleep can lead to an increased development. There's a toxic protein in the brain that's called beta amyloid, and it's associated with Alzheimer's disease. So during sleep at night, we have the brain like kicks into high gear and it washes away this toxic protein, beta amyloid. So if you're not getting enough sleep. Each and every night, more of that Alzheimer's-related protein will build up. And the more protein that builds up, the greater your risk of going on to develop dementia in later life. I, Yikes. I, I,
1: I'm listening very hard. That's why I'm not saying anything and also shaking my head. That's terrifying. Yeah.
0: Uh, so there are also effects on the body. Um First, we know that sleep deprivation affects the reproductive system. And men who are sleeping just five to six hours a night have a level of testosterone, which is that of someone 10 years their senior.
1: Jeez.
0: So lack of sleep uh, will age you by almost a decade in terms of what you have going on downstairs. (laughs) 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 Um, Lack of sleep also impacts your immune system. So this I have definitely experienced is that when I don't sleep for an extended period of time I get sick. Yeah. Um, So if you have just four to five hours of sleep, just after one night, one night, there's a 70% reduction in critical anti-cancer fighting immune cells called natural killer cells.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. So that's the reason we know that short sleep duration predicts your risk for developing numerous forms of cancer. And those forms of cancer that are associated with it are cancer of the bowel, of the prostate, and of the breast. Yikes, I can. <laughs> I, I don't even... <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm also wondering, like, did my stress levels and my lack of sleep cause my breast cancer? Because holy shit, did I have stress, high stress levels and lack of sleep so and lack of rest. So
1: here's the thing that I was thinking when you were reading that. I was thinking lots of things, and I was thinking, I've got to get a hold of this... Um, I was thinking so many things but one of them is is that when we worked LaRoe, i don't know about you yeah. but i worked till three every morning yeah i didn't sleep and then i went up at six and went to work as my regular that's job that's that cult uh-huh. mentality uh-huh. so uh, you know that was just how it was like you didn't go to bed yeah. till it was shipped out
0: exactly so because you wanted to be the one who shipped out the fastest yes. because that was like what Differentiated you from someone else. And you else. were going to have a sale the next
1: day. So you had to hurry or yeah. it was going to not get done. So, right. Um, I mean, I didn't go live until 9, 9 Then by the time I did all the rest of the stuff and then, you know, so pulled it and shipped it. So that was a time I was not sleeping at all. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Same
1: here. I think another thing that we do as adults is that by the time we get to bed at 11, we're like, this is my fucking time yes I do the same thing fuck all y'all I'm staying up and watching yeah. whatever I want I know me um,
0: too. <laughs> I don't care what you say about sleep yes I know I'm like oh it's finally quiet I can finally rest I can I can like lay here and play on my phone if I want to or I can watch yeah. four episodes of the morning show which is what we did last night um man yeah that's that's Um, an addiction do you
1: have more shitty things that happen to us i
0: do it's so bad this is gonna blow your mind are you ready i'm really not but i I mean maybe this is going
1: to make us change our ways
0: for real this has seriously it has awakened me for real like i feel like i've been punched in the gut all right give it to me the link between the lack of sleep and cancer is now so strong that recently the World Health Organization decided to classify any form of nighttime shift work as a probable carcinogen. What? I just made the microphone go red.
1: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Wow. Wow. Yes. Like I just, there's more. There's more. You ready? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Like I, I'm shaking. Like I've been shaking because I'm like, <laughs> holy shit! I no wonder my, I'm like my health is so jacked up. All right. Okay. We also know it impacts our cardiovascular system because at night, uh, we get this. We get a um, like a natural blood pressure medication. Our heart rate drops. Our blood pressure goes down. So if you're not getting sufficient sleep, you're not getting a reboot of the cardiovascular system, which is what happens when you go to bed. So your blood pressure then rises. So this quote from the article you have, if you're getting six hours of sleep or less, a 200% increased (gasps) risk of having a fatal heart attack or stroke in your lifetime. What year was this? Do you know? 2017. Damn it. The end of 2017. It was the day after Christmas, 2017. I am telling you this because I need you to know that this is a recent article, fairly recent article. It is written by a professor um, who has his doctorate of neuroscience, uh, and he teaches for UC Berkeley, which is a, I believe, an Ivy League school. So this is no, um, nothing to sneeze at. Wow. Wait until
1: I tell you about how sleeping isn't always just sleeping.
0: Oh, my gosh. All right, one last thing. <laughs> um, he talks about how daylight savings time is basically a global experiment that we perform twice a year on people. <laughs> uh, he says because we know in the spring when we lose one hour of a sleep, one hour of sleep, we see a subsequent twenty four percent increase in heart attacks the following day.
1: That 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 this feels like some sort of science fiction I
0: know <laughs> like I feel like it's a twilight zone Oh, uh, so I if believe you want it all of but the... that's terrifying if you want all of the information um, you can read his book Why We Sleep the article is also on businessinsider.com um, and it says a sleep expert explains what happens to your body and brain if you don't get enough sleep that's the name of the article
1: well I'm stunned yeah, I, I don't I just... have I don't even have any words anymore I'm done
0: if I'm you don't want to read it, calling a it, video. I'm just calling it quits. <laughs> calling it quits. That's it. I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sarah, so, so how the hell? Yeah, I know. Sorry for all that bummer stuff. Um, I don't know if you. I also was really interested to find out that there were seven different types of rest. Did you see that? Wait, that's what one of my things is. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to let you take that over. Um, But I was just like astounded. I was like, wait a second. I am really not resting after seven different kinds. I really felt like like that helped me to understand
1: why I don't feel rested. I agree. Um, I agree. But before I do that, I will say this, that before I get into the seven ways, and then you can jump in with what you have too, um, is that when you do sleep... If you're someone whose brain does not stop during the day which is both of us right um it is possible (laughs) that as you sleep cortisol can still be released and it's not actually sleeping isn't actually doing the things you just said it would do yeah Uh uh-huh so uh oh i don't even know um (laughs) This is from about every single article that I read and every yeah. single thing that I know in my heart of hearts, but I can't break, break it, I can't do it, is that phones are not rest. I know. So scrolling and games are exhausting and it's the sensory input that you're absorbing and your brain and you can't process it all. And then you have the comparison trap and then it's hours lately. It's been hours and I'm like, what the fuck time is it? And I'm still on and I'm like yeah. trying to hide. So Mike doesn't yeah. like stir and see that I'm still on my phone. Cause he'll be like, what
0: the fuck <laughs> game go to bed. So I know um, I've been playing this game called two dots, which I talk about all the freaking time. Because that's like, seriously, that's my like, quote, rest time when I get into bed and everybody else is asleep. I play this freaking game because I'm like, oh, it's distracting my brain and it's taking me somewhere else and I'm not thinking about everything. So it's good. It's cool. But then I go to bed and I freaking dream about like my life being trying to connect these dots into squares. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't connect the dots. I
1: can't. (laughs) Oh, that's so great and terrible. So I guess I also was thinking if I don't go on social media and I play solitaire, that's better, but it's really not. You're still absorbing, absorbing the sensory input and that's not good. And I have to commit more than anything I've ever quit in my life to quit the phone. I really do. Like that has, I'm just not starting in January. I'm going to start today. I really have to, I don't know how I'm going to do okay, it. Okay, I am too then. If I'm going to say like nine o'clock off. Yeah. Like call me if something's terrible, but otherwise I'm turning, I don't know. I have my phone to sleep mode. I just always break in. I know. <laughs> Cause all I have to do is just switch it. Like, I mean, it's a little, mm. for the first time I did it, I felt guilty after that. I was like, too bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so so what are we going to do? How are we going to make sure that the other one's doing it? Because the only way to do is to text each other and call each other.
1: I think that, um, I don't know. We're going to come up with a plan and then we're going to have a sticker chart. Okay, that I love it. Can I please have like
0: a good prize at the end of that?
1: Yes, there's going to be a good prize. Like I'm thinking, like a massage, which is one of the ways of rest. But I'll get to that. Yeah, I was thinking pumpkin bread. I think massage is (laughs) much better. Probably healthier, more expensive, but healthier. So one of the things that this made me think about with resting and stopping that mind, even while you're sleeping, is, and I know I talk about this a lot, but. The sabbatical has really caused me to unearth feelings and emotions that i've kept earthed for 42 years and um some are ugly like i was telling sarah my anger lately has been really ugly um but because it's uncomfortable the loneliness the anger the rage um all of that you're dealing with it and you have to be quiet and you have to stop being busy in order for that to even come up or you won't even know that it's a thing. So you have mm. all of these things happening in your life because of these underlying things that you don't even know are there because you're busying yourself. Mm-hmm. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. So if I you're, see.
0: it does No, it makes sense. So if you're
1: truly resting, that means that you're silencing your brain and that's when all this stuff comes up and it's ugly and it's painful and it hurts. And I, don't, I'm not going to tell you it's easy at all. Like it's awful. Um, Mm. but I am in the middle of it probably still at the beginning. And, um, I'm just praying that at the end, you know, once you unearth it all, that you're able to like do something with it. I mean, how else are we going to stop? Right. How else are we going to stop the, the, the wheel that we're on of not resting and and not stopping our brains and busy ourselves as an addict?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's an eye-opening thing to think about because if you're running away from it, it's never going to go away. So you're always going to be running away from it. Yeah, so and that's an exhausting life to live. It is. And so you're
1: going to say, okay, well, I'm not going to do drugs. I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to do this. Well, I've said this before, being busy is just as bad of an addiction as uh-huh. one of those drugs that you're escaping from. Yeah. And Although our society makes it so that it's glamorous and wonderful and you should be praised for it, that's bullshit. Because that's the Agreed. most unevolved life you could live. Yeah. And then you're never really happy.
0: Yeah, we've got to stop giving people a hard time or making them feel guilty for taking time to rest. Yes. when with like I, oh, In the corporate life, when I would come back from vacation and people would be like, oh, hope you enjoyed your vacation. Right, right, Like it was this shitty thing that you did to them. Like <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> How dare you take the time that you earned and deserve off? How dare you take one week out of 52 and go rest somewhere? And then we all know, though, too, if you go on vacation, most of the time it's not very restful. You're, you know, Absolutely. having to travel there and all of the things that go along with it. Like when you take a week's vacation, it's, it needs to be longer than that for you to actually get rest. Yeah, because the, the first
1: week is just decompressing and then the rest could come. Right. I exactly. remember saying to someone at work, like, oh my gosh, I got to see that you went away. That's great that you got to like, well, you do know this is my first vacation in six years. I'm like, <laughs> what? like they weren't talking about like going out of town they meant like taking off of work i was like i don't give a shit (laughs) like (laughs) you don't have to you i I feel like we are trained to come up with that answer like well you know or i have to keep telling you i do it too i'm just gonna totally call myself out like if, if someone says, well, you know, you're taking this, um, sabbatical and I'm like, well, you know, I've been working for 20 years and I have like mental health issues and my, my husband died and I have all these underlying issues and I'm not well, I don't need to justify the fact no, that you I don't. need to you rest. You just need to say, yep, I am taking you a know? sabbatical. You know? And so the thing is, is that we all do it. I'm not saying that like, I'm not mm-hmm. that person. Um, and like exactly to what you were thinking, we have to rethink the narrative, uh, that not getting it all done equals failure like we have to stop that from being the way it is
0: and uh, so okay I think I'm gonna go can I throw in there yeah yeah. also that um, I don't know if let me see yeah you would have been out of school with when you had your kids I was trying to think of when their birthdays were when I oh yeah that's fine leave, when they're like that yeah vacation. and you come back and you have people who don't have either don't have children or I've had it was mainly male um, coworkers be like well I mean it must have been nice having a six week vacation right. first of all I only got six weeks my child was six weeks old when I went back to work so um, you have a six week newborn <laughs> to go back to work uh, and two it's not a fucking vacation yeah <laughs> like I pushed a human body out of me and then I let that thing like hang off of me and nurse off of me and And not let me sleep for
1: not sleeping i mean right that's why i I lost my mind there too hell yeah yeah i mean yeah so there are seven types of rest uh i'm not sure if it was the ted talk that you found
0: uh no there was just an article i found
1: dr Sandra dalton smith and it's uh, I'm gonna go through each of them a little bit, but I thought this was just fascinating, and I'm gonna post about these as well. Um, that rest equals restoration,
0: mm.
1: which is the real like. And I really like that. You like that? That's what I you do. said. Um, yeah. And I think the title of her talk is "The Real Reason We Are Tired," and her thought is sleep and rest are not the same thing. Amen. So let's say you get eight hours of sleep. That doesn't necessarily mean that you are rested. So there's mental, spiritual, emotional, social, sensory, creative, and physical. Is that what you had? It is. Yes. And so physical is obvious. It it can be passive or active. So it could be your sleeping or your napping, but it could also just be, um, stretching, walking, Mm -hmm. getting a massage, anything that's going to rest your body um I don't know some people find like CrossFit as rest I guess for your body but wait what <laughs> In my 20 I was just telling Mike about it last night in my 30s that's like what I did um
0: my body hates that now so I don't allow that to happen <laughs> but so you... I didn't know you did CrossFit we're gonna have to talk about that because that 5am um, things... girl Oh, that's one of the things that came up when I was like doing cult research. That's one of the things that came up as like a culty. That's why it was very hard for me.
1: I did it for a year on and off. It was very hard. I know this is sidetracking, but um, I didn't fit into the culture because I was still eating pizza and I wasn't paleo and Ah. I was 30 and they were 20. So then I tried hot yoga. That's another culty. Is it? Mm hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cult-y. And I just felt like I was always the girl in the corner by herself, but that was okay. I gave them all a try. And then I tried boxing, kickboxing. That was another yeah. turn me off because of the culty aspect. Yeah. So you got to be careful. Yeah. Geez. Just work out with me in your basement, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. Okay. So mental. And that's one of the things she talks about is having a notepad by your bed. We've heard that for years, right? To just do a brain dump before you sleep so that your mind can actually rest. I've never heard that. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a fabulous idea. Oh, yeah. So you just like all down. Yeah. Because once you get it off onto paper, sometimes it will leave your mind. Oh, yeah. I need
0: to do that for sure.
1: Oh, I'm so happy I could give that to you. (laughs) Uh, this one said schedule short breaks every two hours in a work day. That doesn't work for everyone. That wouldn't work for me as a teacher. Um, but I guess, you know, if you get a break, like actually take the break. Right. Don't try to work yeah. on your break or do your side job on your break or get back to people on your break or call the bank on your break. You know what I mean? Like. That's what I'm guilty of is trying to multitask and get all the other things done in my life on my break. Yeah. So I guess like taking the break.
0: (laughs) I wonder if you could build in like a two minute thing for your kids too, for your classroom kids when you are teaching. To teach them to take a break as well because we need to teach them at some point so that we all don't they don't grow up to be like us again and be like
1: hustle 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 it's so true it's so so true and that goes into the sensory rest and this is the one I think that for me affects me the most so that's Same. yeah lights computer background noise they even said about like I thought about this in my intake a podcast um, is to turn off the radio in the car sometimes just for silence yeah I have to sometimes. Uh, And then one thing was during those breaks, or even if you have one minute just to close your eyes, set the timer and give yourself some sensory deprivation. Yeah. So just like closing your eyes, sitting there in the dark. A lot of people used to laugh at me because they didn't laugh, I don't think, but they thought it was interesting, in quotes. (laughs) Uh, interesting the lights were never on in my room Weird. my classroom I don't put the lights on especially when I was yeah. teaching uh, virtually because it was only me so it didn't matter uh, the lights those fluorescent lights are just it's I, I can do I have like seven lamps or something so it's not like I don't have light I just the sensory part of it bothers me so much yeah. Uh, that I need it I need that darkness. And so when the kids are there, when they're in person, I usually turn them off for um like writing journaling time or a coloring time or a reading time or something like that.
0: I had parent teacher conferences a couple weeks ago and one of my son's teachers didn't have lights on either and she had a few lamps and she even had like colored scarves <laughs> over oh, the Oh, that's lamps. great it was nice so it gave this like very relaxing calming and then she had her um, smart screen or smart board or I don't I don't know what it was actually um, with a like a fireplace scene playing on it so it was nice and relaxing like I walked in and I was like oh okay after being you know because he's in middle school now so it's like teacher after teacher after teacher and this was the last one so we walked in and I was like oh this is so nice that's (laughs) lovely yeah yeah so and she is his math teacher too and i know math can be a stressful thing for some kids including mine because they probably have my math skills unfortunately
1: (laughs) that kind of goes into the next one which is creative rest um talking about your workspace whether that be at home or in an office or in a classroom making it a space of inspiration yes uh And so it sounds like she did that. That's something that's so important to me at home and in my classroom.
0: Yeah. I was so intrigued by the creative
1: rest because I had never heard of that before. I thought it was going to be something different than what I read. So what did you think it was going to be? Like be creative, like color or draw or write. but it was really like go sit on a bench and look at the birds.
0: (laughs) Right. I was really like, (laughs) (laughs) like, what I I found about it, what are we
1: achieving here? Like how, how is this like, I'm not sure what I'm getting done. And she, and I could tell that this like person would be like, you're
0: missing the point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause like when I, I read about that, um, specifically because I was so intrigued by it and the, um, uh, doctor said, giving yourself a period of creative rest means taking time to stop doing and instead to observe to think, to journal, to explore. You might come up with a bunch of new ideas to implement. Don't. (laughs) It's like, what? Wait a minute. And then she's like, not yet. Write them down so you don't forget and then keep resting. Let yourself recharge before you plunge into a new period of making and doing. And that's like a huge thing for me because as soon as I'm like, yes, that's what I'm going to do or that's what I'm going to make, I jump right into it. So... I was like, oh, this is going to be a tough one for me. Really tough. Like that—that—that that, yeah. that is exactly what it is.
1: And when I said childlike awe and wonder, I was thinking about yesterday, Avery, like, we were outside looking at his blow-ups because that's what we do now. We just stand on the deck and look at his blow-ups. <laughs> that's meditative. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he was like, oh, my gosh. And he noticed, like, Thousands of birds were just, you know, flying up ahead in a, is that the flock? Is that correct?
0: Yeah, unless it's crows and then it's a murder.
1: Oh, no.
0: Did you know that? No. It's a murder of crows. That's what it's called. Legit.
1: Fucking incredible. I want a (laughs) t-shirt that says that. <clears throat> I will murder you, but just have crows. <laughs> the crows, <laughs> the shit little crows on there. Then <laughs> it's not actual murder; yeah. just doing a play on words, bitches. Um. <clears throat> so, anyways, just the fact that like he noticed that, and he and I'm trying to like recognize when he notices things. He's still at that place where he does that. Lily doesn't do that anymore, but trying to. um I don't know, listen more to like the things he looks at. And that's what they're telling us to do is yes, to reprogram yes. our brain and get yeah, and get back
0: there. Kids don't have that like playlist going on in their heads like we do of all the shit that needs to be done. Yes. So they're able to stop and see those kinds of things that we miss. Exactly. Ugh. Okay.
1: Number five. Emotional rest. Another big topic in therapy for Amy, (laughs) cut back on people pleasing. That is how you can emotionally allow yourself to rest and um, to say to people, I'm not okay, instead of saying, I'm fine. Yep. Uh, So, also going into that is your social rest, thinking about your relationships, finding some that revive you instead of exhaust you. Right, right. I think that's kind of, uh, it's hard. I would like to say that's the period I'm in right now of like exchanging people, but I can't get rid of some of the exhausting ones.
0: <laughs> yeah. Boundaries then.
1: Lots of boundaries.
0: Yeah. Boundaries are, we, we, we've we said this last episode, we got to do an episode on boundaries. We really we do. It's a tough thing to figure out.
1: It really is. And it's, um, it's really hard to make them. It's hard to keep them. Yeah, it's just easier for me to just, like, go along with the flow because I don't want to upset anybody, but then I'm just so upset by the fact that I allowed my boundary to be crossed, but if you don't tell somebody, it's your own damn fault. Exactly. (laughs) So if you're like, I'm always doing things for you, blah, 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 you never said no.
0: Right? (laughs) I just thought it was fine. Oh, my gosh. So I just have to really quick story about boundaries then today. So I was like, Randy, do me a huge favor. And I was getting ready to come up here to record. And he's like, you know, like, sure. What can I do for you? And I was like, I bought this box of mix for like a cranberry orange, like muffin bread thing. I was like, do you, and he, he bakes a lot Mm -hmm. with our daughter or just by himself. I was like, would you mind making them? And he was like, Sure, of course. And as he's like making them, he's like, you know, this isn't a huge favor. I really don't mind doing this. And I go, you're not supposed to tell me that. <laughs> I was like, I felt like it was a really huge favor. So I was like, you telling me that it's not is giving me a line that goes a little further because I felt like that was the line and I wouldn't cross that. And that would be the highest thing that I would expect for you to do. Yeah. So now you're making that line a little further away. That is definitely
1: a question that I want to ask him. I want him to think about because I'm so curious. What's the line? What are his boundaries? Because I still feel guilty when I ask him to do things that don't bother him, those aren't his boundaries, though. Yeah, I know, and I'm like, okay, so what are they? Like, how do I not uh, exceed? Like, where is that at? Right, you know. Yeah, but people like that who you're a better second wife than I am the first. One. <laughs> well, Randall, you can tell me, and then I'll tell Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll ask. That's a good question. I should be asking those kinds of things. Well, you know, it would be a nice thing to have the the two of them on for the four of us and then talk about boundaries. Yes. Because it is interesting to get the other side's perspective. Both Mike and Randy, who are our partners, are um, doers and carers, and they take care of us in such beautiful and wonderful ways, but it's really important to me to not cross that boundary with right. either one of them whoever's helping me out and I just don't know what that is um right and that's it's what that's what question. leads to like underlying frustration and anger with each other yeah absolutely and exhaustion yeah <laughs> yeah anyways um the last one is spiritual rest. And, I, you know, that's just about something greater than yourself. It could be the universe uh, with prayer and meditation. And Sarah's talked more about meditation and is much better at it than me. Um, I, I, you know, guided meditation's OK for me. It is something I know for a damn fact that my life would be so much better if I got up even five minutes every day and did it. Mm, but
0: yeah. I don't. Yeah, I do. So I go through spurts where I do, and my days are much better when I do. And I just need to make it a permanent thing and not make it a thing that I do for a week and then forget to do for four weeks. And, you know, it goes on and on in that cycle. I know. But, you know, when I was reading, too, um, there's an article uh, on Psych Central. uh, Dr. Setapore, she had said that when it comes to like a meditative state too, that it doesn't necessarily have to be like meditation because I know you struggle with that. So I found this like really interesting to tell you that you want to more like focus on yourself. So you want to figure out how you'd like to rest and focus on what grounds you. So like what helps you feel alive? What connects you to yourself? Um, And it's different for everyone. So for like some people like Randy and Willow, they love to bake um, and they do that as like, that's their time together and that's almost like a meditative practice too because there's like a very specific um recipes when it comes to baking and yeah you know you have to kind of follow everything step by step but for someone else that could be like miserable (laughs) um you might find journaling drawing just like sipping coffee while watching the sunrise practicing yoga sitting on the beach um whatever helps you with absorbing external stimuli to tuning into your own body thoughts and feelings that's what dr said said so um it doesn't have to be like sitting and closing your eyes with your legs crisscross applesauce and like chanting om while (laughs) you meditate like you can do things like booty yoga and um I think... Walking. More... Walking. Exactly. Walking works
1: for For... me really well because there's movement um, Mm -hmm. without much thought needing to happen. Um, One foot in front of the other. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, I think that... I was telling Mike this last night that um, with... When I teach booty, which I did last night, and I was not in a good place yesterday, but like for 60 minutes, and I say this a lot, but like, I was like, what else can I do that's like that or nothing else? There's no room in my brain for anything else because I have, I'm cueing, I'm thinking of what's coming next. I'm listening to the music. I'm thinking about breath, like all of these things make it so that I can't think about all the things that normally race in my brain. So that's what i was like thinking about last night strangely enough not even about this topic but just like what else works like that and i guess walking for me is probably another one and mike said reading a book which i think is another good one
0: i love reading because it takes me to a different setting Mm -hmm. you know and into something different and it requires my full attention whereas like if you're watching a show it doesn't require your full attention right and oftentimes when i have a show on i'm also doing something else right whether it's coloring or playing a game on my phone even or you know just like creating graphics or working while you know i'm on the computer yeah. or something like that it's there it doesn't always like i know people are like well, what's the difference between reading a book and watching a tv show well, that's the difference. You have to fully focus when you're reading. Um, but I do find myself sometimes I have to go back and read an entire page. Oh, sometimes yeah. Because Absolutely. I'll be like thinking about something else. hundred <laughs> like, percent. I talk about
1: that so. a lot when I teach reading. But I, it went back to it made me think about what we were talking about many months ago. And they did talk about how binging shows is not true rest. Yeah. So I feel like. It's still um, good in the sense that um, in grief, maybe, right? So that wasn't rest that I needed. I needed distraction. And sometimes that's just where you're at in life. Like you're not even ready to rest.
0: Right, right.
1: So you need something else first. I think that the, the place I'm at now is that I need to like step back from the the quote-unquote resting with TV.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about this too with knowing that we were going to be doing this episode and because I am in a place of grief and um, so distraction has been a big part of my life in the past um, couple of weeks. But I was uh, just sitting there in my room um, the other day and the thought popped into my head. It was like this boom, like this is going to sound so silly because, you know, my mom passed away on October 30th and, um, <clears throat> and it is November 30th, so it's been a month. Um, so it sounds really like silly that it would just now pop into my head that, oh my gosh, and, and this is going to sound very, very harsh, but these are the words that came into my head. She's dead. Mm. And I think that like, I had been easing, you know, my brain to that point where it was like she's gone. She's not here anymore. She's not with us for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But the w- those two words popped into my head and it hit me like a freaking ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. And I was able to grieve in that moment and take the time to feel that grief, let it wash over me. Feel hopeless and helpless and awful for A couple of hours yes and it was terrible but doing that in little spurts like that is good it's helpful it's 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 what's going to push you forward exactly exactly instead of instead of completely distracting myself from it which is what I was doing and which is what I've done in the past with past loss so this has just been a very different process in terms of um handling grief which i'm sure we'll talk about it another I'm sure time that, that shows but, so
1: much growth though too
0: yeah it's it's oh it was very hard um when it hit me i was like uh uh-uh, at first i was like nope nope nope, nope yeah. don't want to think about that yeah and then i i was like no i i, I have to and um yeah that was tough.
1: and it can happen more than once right so like oh it, yeah, yeah yeah and like that is a moment though where you should just sit in it um yeah. I don't know. Everyone's grief journey is so different and it's just, you know, take that time to distract when you need to and take that time to sit in the horrible heaviness of it too when you can't, when you have to.
0: Yeah. And my point of bringing that up was that sometimes you can try to rest because that's what I was trying to do and things like that will come yeah, over yeah. instead. Um, and it's not a bad thing necessarily because you need to do those things too. Yeah. And feel the feelings yeah and I guess that's
1: that's that's the thing it's not this is not like one size fits all it's not like hey here's a list on how to rest and this is what you should do every time (laughs) it's just some thoughts and ideas and the idea that I mean again what jumps out at me the most is getting off my damn devices
0: oh my god me too Uh, especially when I start dreaming about playing a freaking game Mm -mm. (laughs) no 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 (laughs) oh my gosh yeah that's not good no and I have awakened to complete panic have you had that before too where you wake up in the middle of the night in complete panic because you are clearly not resting while you're asleep Oh yeah. and you're dreaming about all of the ridiculously oh, yeah. stressful things that are going on in oh, your yeah. life mm-hmm.
1: and you yeah, wake up got and you gotta ha- find rest during the day and your heart is like racing so bad you know that's all cortisol it's like you can't yeah. catch your breath oh yeah yeah, it's a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got to figure that out.
1: So, yeah, sleep and rest are not the same thing. So let's try to rest and have restful sleep.
0: Yes. Send us your tips if you have any I would good love to ones. hear them. We're learning as we go here because we, this was a topic that we needed to do because – i don't know about you but i need my physical health intact and all of those things that i talked about at the beginning have scared me to death so yes
1: we need yeah. to get ourselves right so that we can do all the things but what's not going to happen until we get some good sleep and rest mm-hmm. so yeah send them to us i mean you know you can send them in a dm you can send them in an email we would love
0: to hear from you as always unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com is our email. You can DM us at unqualified therapists on Instagram or on Twitter at Untherapists. therapists. Um, but yeah, we will be looking for you out there on social media, not during your rest time
1: <laughs> or ours
0: <laughs> or ours. Maybe I'll set up a schedule.
1: Like these are the hours that I check, or this is the time that I check. Maybe put a timer on. I'm just spitfire yeah. here, guys. I have no idea. Or schedule rest time in and then there's no phone then thanks again for tuning in and listening and learning with us about rest and we hope that you are having a restful week and
0: if you have any tips send them over yes we need to learn from one another but thanks for hanging out with us once more we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye peace For way you far the go, go, This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. Editing and production by Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this, join our fan club at patreon.com slash unqualified therapists Inc. Follow us on Instagram at unqualified therapists, where you will find our link tree to all things here at the UT. If you have a story to tell or a topic you'd like us to discuss, email us at Unqualified therapists at gmail.com. Until next week, warrior, hold on. We're gonna make it.